Hallelujah. Praise God. This morning I will share on part two concerning the wells of salvation in the valley of Baca. God is good. God is good. You know, God is good to you. God is good to you. God is good to you. Your steps are ordered. Even though you may not know, the Lord has ordered your steps. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid of how the enemy come against you. Because the Lord has ordered your steps. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. The Lord is with you. Hallelujah. This morning again, turn to the book of Psalms 84. The book of Psalms 84. Where we left off last week. In the book of Psalms 84, verse 5. Blessed is a man whose strength is in thee, in whose heart are the ways of them. If you walk with God, you follow God's way, God's strength will be in you, and you shall be the blessed man and a blessed woman. Hallelujah. Verse 6. Who pass through, passing through the valley of Baca, makes it a well. The rain also fill up the pools. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appear before God. When you receive God's rain, you receive God's rain upon your life, you will go from strength to strength, from glory to glory, from faith to faith, from grace to grace. Verse 6 again. We're passing through the valley of Baca, makes it a well. The rain also filleth the pools. Turn with me to 1 Samuel. Chapter 17. First Samuel chapter 17. And here, the words and the testimony of a young shepherd boy by the name of David in verse 34. In verse 33, he says, Thou art but a youth, and he is a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him, and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he rose against me, I caught him by his beard, talking about a lion. And he smote him, and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. And in verse 50, he says, David prevailed over the Philistines with a sling and with a stone, and smote the Philistines and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Today I call it the sword of David. I call this message the sword of David. And today we will lay hold of the sword of David. The sword that caused David to be victorious will be in your life today. God will hand that sword into your hand. Hallelujah. In Psalms 84, 
is one of the seven psalms, a collection of seven psalms by the sons of Korah. Psalms 42 to Psalms 49, Psalms 84, 85, 87, 88 are the seven psalms that belong to the sons of Korah. And one of the Levitical choir sang out a prophetic song. And it's a psalm in the temple of David. And he wrote it down. And that's Psalms 84. So what is Baca? Baca is a valley. And the meaning of Baca in Hebrew, it means twofold. Garbage dump and a place of tears. We have shared it last week. I will move on from where we stop. A garbage dump and a place of tears. In Jerusalem, there is an actual valley of Baca in the olden days. It's just outside the city of Jerusalem. And in that valley, you find that everyone throw their rubbish into that place. So it's like a garbage dump. It's very smelly. It's awful smell. All the rubbish is there. And not only that, the dead animals are thrown into that valley too. And not only that, they burn the rubbish in that valley. And the greasy smoke will fill the entire valley. So it's not pleasant to behold and it's not pleasant to smell. And that's what the Lord Jesus Christ will do one day when He come back. The Bible says when He come back, in His second coming, there will be a fire upon the earth. And the world's garbage dump system will be burned up. And the Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in His wings. The Bible says, In the valley of Baca, make a well. Dig a well. Because that well will sustain you. That well will give you strength in times of discouragement. When there's emotional low in your life, you're in the valley. Make a well. And you will have strength to face the circumstances that are coming against you. David Brennan, a mighty evangelist, used by God to evangelize the savage North American Indians. But he faced a valley of Baca because he contracted tuberculosis. In fact, he died in the mid-twenties because of tuberculosis. But in spite of the valley of Baca, he dug a well. Even though in spite of the coughing with blood stain on his handkerchief, he preached the gospel and he bring revival to the North American Indians. John Wesley was another man. John Wesley was great and mighty, used by God. But unfortunately, he had faced a valley of Baca. And that was his wife. His wife was not, it was the opposite of a godly woman. Loud. And always contradict and criticize John Wesley's sermon. And even stand up and criticize in front of the public. But John Wesley dug well. And he found the Methodist Church and effected a North American revival. And he lived a ripe old age. Joseph was put into the prison. For 10 years he was in the prison, but he was not bitter. When you're in the valley of Baca, do not be bitter. And what happened? In the prison, he dug well and God promoted him. Look at the life of Moses. 
Moses back a well. He was persecuted and the nation of Egypt do not accept him and he was driven away. But the Bible says he dug a well, choosing rather to suffer the affliction than a pleasure, a seasonal pleasure. Look in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 38 and 39. Of great men and women of faith, they were dwelling in mountains and deserts and dens and caves. It was not a pleasant place to live in, but they obtained a good report. They have faith in God. They dug a well in spite of the harsh circumstances. You and I must duck well when we face our adverse situation, when we face the enemy. We must not be defeated in the face of Baka. When we make a well, we mentioned last week, today I'm going to talk about the well. There are several experiences that a believer will experience when you duck a well. It is the important landmarks in the life of the salvation of a believer. Firstly, a well is a place of the born again experience. When Jesus saw the Samaritan woman at a well, He sat at a well and talked to the woman and that woman believed in Jesus in verse 25. So that is a place of the born again experience with God. Secondly, a well is a place of the new convert's early victorious experience with God. Because when the nation of Egypt, nation of Israel came forth out of the land of Egypt, through the Red Sea, and three days in the wilderness, they suffered thirst. But God came and God directed them to Elim. And there they found twelve wells and seventy palm trees. Many of you, when you're born again, you face circumstances and miraculously, God came and rescued you. God provided a well in the face of your baka. Thirdly, a well is a place of fruitfulness. In Genesis chapter 26 verse 12, when Isaac dwelt in the land of Gerah, in the land of the Philistines, he sold in that land, and the Bible says, he received a hundredfold. And when he received a hundredfold, the Bible says he began to duck wells for his people. He began to restore the wells of Abraham, his father. He began to duck a well. When you duck a well at the land of Gerah, it talks about fruitfulness. Fourthly, a well is a place of the continuous infilling experience of the Holy Ghost. You're filled with the Holy Ghost. When Jesus says in John 4, 14, He says that, I will give you water, and in you shall be a well of spring, life spring, water, flowing up unto everlasting life. And He says in John chapter 7, verse 38, And out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water out of that well, the well of salvation within you. When you stir the Holy Ghost within you, it will flow water. And fifthly, a well is a place of mercy. A well is a place of mercy. Why don't we turn your Bible to Genesis chapter 21. In Genesis chapter 21, verse 17, 18, 19. And God heard the voice of the land, and the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said unto her, what will thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the lad where he is. 
Arise, lift up the lad, and hold him in thy hand, for I'll make him a great nation. Talking about Ishmael. And God opened her eyes, just like God opened the eyes of Abraham to see a lamb that's provided in place of Isaac. And here God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. And she went and filled the bottle with water and gave the lad drink. And they survived in the wilderness. That well is a place of mercy. God has mercy on Hagar and Ishmael and they survived the church in the wilderness. And sixthly, a well is a place of your Canaan land. It's a place of the promises of God. Because the Bible says when you enter Canaan, in Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 11, it says, you will enter into house that you did not build. You will have wells that you did not duck. And it says when you enter Jericho, when you enter the promised land, in Exodus chapter 34 verse 3, it says Jericho will be a city of palm trees full of wells. When you enter your promised land, you become a partaker of the promises of God, you will have your well. And suddenly, a well is a place of remembrance. Remembering your God who once saved you and touched you. In Judges chapter 5, verse 11. Let's turn to Judges chapter 5, verse 11. In the book of Judges chapter 5, verse 11. They that are delivered from the noise of the archers in the place of the drawing water. Talking about the wells. They sh- there shall they rehearse or recite the righteous acts of the Lord, even the righteous acts towards the inhabitants of His villages in Israel. Then shall the people of the Lord go down to the gates. A well is a place of remembering your God, what your God has done for you. Hallelujah. And I'm going to take the seventh point, a place of remembrance, and we go from here. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, we have a young shepherd boy instructed by the father to go and send food to his brothers in the battlefield. So the young boy came, the young shepherd boy came and found there was none in the camp of Israel and everybody was in hiding. And David said, Raise the mighty men of God. Where are the men of war? I demand an explanation. Where are the believers of God today? And they have gone into hiding. And Eliab, his eldest brother, came out and said, David, shut your mouth. Hold your peace. This is not home. Don't talk big here. Your big mouth will get you into trouble. He will kill you because he is a giant. And David's keep on making noise. Where are the people? How dare this uncircumcised Philistine dare to defy the armies of the living God? And Eliab say, Shut your big mouth. You are still a young shepherd boy. You are not married yet. And all your children are waiting in your loins. Do you want to die before your time? And the words of the courage of this young shepherd boy reached the ears of the king. And King Saul says, I want to see the young shepherd boy. Bring him to me. And David went and met Saul. And Saul said, Young man, I admire your courage. I heard a lot about you. Can you tell me 
why you're so bold why you're so courageous what is the reason and the source of your strength that we do not have convince me why must I send you out into the battlefield and die before your time convince me show me your reasons why must I let you die in the battlefield because you are not married yet you have still many good years to live on why must I let you die and David began to describe his testimonies his past testimonies in verse 34 to verse 37 it says when I was a young shepherd boy I was handling my father's flock and one day a lion and a bear came among the flock and took one of the lamb in their mouth and I went up to them and I overtook the lion and a bear and I took hold of the beard of the lion and I slew him and I slew the bear just as God has delivered the lion and the bear into my hand this day the uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them he will be delivered unto my hand and I will slew him that was a testimony of David there were times in your life when you face your own baka where circumstances and people confronting you is so huge so enormous that it's beyond your natural ability and strength to overcome what must you do? Be like David. David dug a well. David, the very first thing when David confronted the giant situation that's beyond his natural strength, the first thing that David did that you and I must do is to open our mouth and rehearse the past victories of the Lord. Begin to declare what the Lord has done for you in the past. What the Lord has done for you, He will do it again for you. And He began to rehearse the past victory of His God. Because many of you, when you face your enemy and circumstances that are hard, you forgot the God that you serve. You forgot His goodness, His might, His mercy, and His strength. Those people have ran into hiding because they forgot who their God is. They forgot the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They forgot the God of Moses that opened up the Red Sea, that took them out of bondage, that leads them into the wilderness of Sinai. They forgot the God of Joshua who tear down the walls of Jericho. They have forgotten your God. And if you forget your God, you will went into hiding. You went in fear, panic, and confusion will begin to reign in your life. But you must remember that God is with you. That the God is with you is alive and not dead. Be like David. Remember the past. The past. The glorious memory will sustain you. Dig a well. Remember the acts and the goodness of the Lord towards you. Never, never forget it. Repeat this after me. God did it once. He can do it again. He can do it again. What he did yesterday, he can do it today. He will do it again. He will do it again. What he did for David, he will do it for you. He says, The Lord has delivered me from the hands of the enemy. He will deliver me today. And I will cut off the hate of the Philistine. God will do it again in your life if you believe it. But you've got to cooperate with God. He got to dig a well. When Jonah was swallowed up by a fish, he was consumed by the enemy of darkness. In the valley, the whole place was darkness. 
What did Jonah do? Jonah dig a well. In the book of Jonah, don't turn to it. I read to you. In Jonah chapter 2, he began to open his mouth and declare a psalm of thanksgiving. And he says this, But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that with that I vow. Salvation is of the Lord. Yes, thou hast brought up my life from corruption. In the NIV says, Thou hast delivered me from the pit. My God, my Lord. And the Lord spake unto the fish. Can you imagine the Lord spake to the fish? Because what he say, he had dug a well, so get him out. That's what the Lord will do for you. When you begin to duck a well, when you begin to sing away your defeat, when you confess away your defeat and your failure, the Lord will speak to your baka and say, Give it up! My servant is coming forth. My servant is coming out of the valley. That's what the Lord will do for you. If you begin to duck a well, be not afraid. Duck a well. Cooperate with God. If you don't duck a well, there's no miracle. Verse 6. You duck a well, the Lord will be like the rain, fill up the pool. When you duck a well, when you decide to take a well, God will fill it up. God will fill up your pool today. God will fill up your pool, your lack, your failure, your defeat, your discouragement. The Lord's rain will be an encouragement to you. Only when you begin to duck a well. He did it in the past. He will do it again. God's testimony is in you. God's testimony is in you. It is in your mouth. The miracle of God is still in your mouth. You have to declare it. You have to declare the goodness of the Lord. The victory of God. And it will release. Do you know where is the sword of David? That slew the giant Goliath? It's not in his hand. It's not a physical sword. It's the sword in his mouth. He declared the victory of God and declared it in spite of the circumstances. In spite that the giant is still before him, is not defeated, is the champion of God. He declared a victory. He walked by faith, declared it and declared it and declared it and it was so. You must speak to your circumstances, speak to your mountain as a mountain. Be removed in Jesus' name. Be removed in Jesus' name. And it will be so. That's how you confront your baka. Dig a well today. That well is in your mouth. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 10 verse 11, The mouth of a righteous is a well of life. The mouth of a righteous is a well of life. You talk defeat and you have defeat. You talk victory and you have victory. It's what you sow, you will reap. So begin to sow good things out of your mouth. And that will be a well. You sow negative things, that will be a pool of bitter waters. And you begin to sow good things, that pool will be a pool, a well of fresh waters to refresh you and strengthen you. It's time to know there is a miracle in your mouth. There is a well within you that needs to be bubbling forth. It's time to confess yourself into victory. It's time to sing away your defeat, confess away your defeat, and speak to those mountains. And that baka will be changed. There was once a prophet came and told Jehoshaphat, You have a great army coming against you. But I declare the word of the Lord to you. This is what the Lord says. Bring the singers into the front and let them sing. Let them declare as now as also in the past 
that praise the Lord, His mercy endure forever. His mercy endure in the past, His mercy endure now, His mercy endure forever in the future. And they declare, and they declare, and the enemy was defeated. And they called that valley, the valley of Baracha. You can make your valley of Baca into a valley of Baracha by speaking forth the goodness of the Lord. Begin to confess the word of God. Begin to declare the word of God. Use the word of God to cut off the haze of the Philistine. The word is still in your mouth. And the valley of Baca shall be called a valley of Baracha. Baracha speaks of blessing. It's called the valley of blessing. No wonder the Bible says, when you dig a well, the autumn rain will fill it fill the pool. The word pool there in the Hebrew means blessings. You can turn your defeat into victory. It depends on your response today. If you become bitter, you will stay in the valley of Baca. But you become better by responding it positively, that will change to become a valley of Baracha. It's up to you today. The miracle is up to you. So respond well and God will speak to the Baca and it will be changed. Let's close up with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for today, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You have not left us defeated. Because you have given us the Word of God. And the Word of God can change all circumstances. The Word of God, God's testimony shall be in our mouth. It shall be a well, and a well will refresh us, and we will go from strength to strength, coming and confronting every baka that faces us. It shall be demolished, it shall be flattened in Jesus' name. It shall be so. No weapon formed against us will prosper. We will duck a well. We will not sit defeated. We will duck a well for Jehovah God. And God, you'll fill up. God, you will fill it up. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God.